another underrated supplement that I didn't really didn't know about or start taking until a couple years ago, betaine. So today we're going to talk about betaine, in particular betaine and hydrous. Um, just to get out of the way, betaine hydrochloride you can find in the stores, and typically it was prescribed for digestion issues because betaine hydrochloride has the hydrochloric acid group. It can increase your stomach acid levels, and it can help digest food better, which means it does have its um, benefits. So if you know, I would say high protein diet. The betaine hydrochloride may be beneficial, but let's get into it. Betaine is other chemical name trimethylglycine (TMG) uh, is another naturally occurring compound found in the body. It is a derivative of choline, and you can find it in beets, spinach, cereals, seafood, and wine. Um, essentially, as three methyl groups, and these three methyl groups can function very closely to other nutrients like choline, folic acid, and vitamin B12. And it has numerous functions, in particular serving as a methyl donor to reduce homocysteine um, into the amino acid L-methionine. All right, so um, what happens is once that conversion happens, you increase the levels of active folate, which then go on to donate another methyl group and to further reduce homocysteine levels. And so you, you hear me talk about homocysteine, and homocysteine is an amino acid that is produced from the breakdown of proteins as part of this methylation reduction process. And this is important because high levels of homocysteine are recognized as an important risk factor um, for disease and is seen as an indicator for potential health problems such as cardiovascular disease and Alzheimer's. So now I would say that does sound quite terrifying, but... Um, I wouldn't fret too much um, on this. All right, don't don't feel like, oh no, snap, I'm gonna get heart disease if I if this level is high. I would say at this point you probably don't necessarily need to monitor homocysteine levels unless you have a medical condition or unless you're getting older. Um, that's just my opinion on that. All right, and so like I mentioned earlier, uh, trimethylglycine does have some unique abilities. Like I mentioned earlier, being a methyl methyl group donator, and it, this means that it can really it really has the opportunity to support some very essential chemical processes in the body, um, such as liver function, cell replication, and detoxification within the body. Another big um, uh, role of betaine is it serves as an osmolite, similar to what creatine is, and osmolites are molecules that are that are move in and out of cells in order to maintain a specific cell volume and fluid balance. So if you know the process of osmosis, that's where osmolites come from. Um, essentially what this means is that a, a better hydrated cell um, is more resilient to stressors such as training and exercise. And overall what we see in literature is that betaine supplementation um, has been studied to have positive effects on muscular power, endurance, body composition, growth, and recovery. And I suggest around three grams of betaine and hydrous a day. Um, Taste-wise, it's, it's bearable. Um, but what I do, another thing I want to talk about is I did find a paper from the Journal of International um, Society of Sports Nutrition. This is actually from a long time ago, 2013. 
It is titled Effects of Betaine on Body Composition, Performance, and Homocysteine Thiolactone. Um, looks like it is authored by uh, Jason Chaliwa at Al. So he has about uh, about four or five other author, authors. Um, now you can read the entire paper if you want. Um, essentially, when you, when you bring this paper up, you see the abstract, background, methods, results, and conclusion. And so I would say, um, looking at the methods, it's okay. So like they have about um, 23 subjects that have been training for a little, like a little around five years, plus and minus some couple years. Um, and essentially, they looked at arm and thigh cross-sectional area um, in, in these groups with and without betaine supplementation. Uh, they did bench press, back squat, and vertical jump. Um, uh, essentially, I'll just read the conclusion to you because you can read the paper. This is their conclusion verbatim. Six weeks of betaine supplementation, improved body composition, arm size, bench press work capacity, attenuated the rise of urinated um, HCTL, which, if you remember what I just said earlier, is homocysteine thiolactone, uh, intended to improve power but not strength. So from their study, they're saying, hey, we supplement with betaine body composition, which is measured by body fat composition, arm size, cross-sectional area measurements, bench press work capacity. So they're looking at um, uh, one rep max of bench press and also back squat, which is the one rep max in the back squat. So this is just a one, one paper. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a ton of them, right? Um, and I want to sit here and, and read off a whole bunch of publications to you. But betaine is something I really haven't seen in a lot of supplements. Um, you really don't hear too much about it. Um, but doing my research, I found this, this compound. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, Betaine hydrochloride is something you see in the stores for people that have digestive issues. And I have a theory, you know, I think, you know, some people have issues digesting high-protein diets. Because we know protein is the hardest of the macros to digest. And um, I think maybe a supplementation with betaine hydrochloride could help with digestion issues. Um, but this would be something, obviously, I would need to test or maybe, you know, somebody else could test it. Um, say, hey, if you got a problem with digestion, hey, take this and, and see how it helps. Um, but, yeah, this is just a supplement that I, I don't think is, is covered that, that much. Uh, I didn't know about it until a couple of years ago. Um, uh, as, as this cutting season, I guess, is approaching, um, I will begin to, to go ahead and add betaine to my supplementation routine, and um, I can let you all know how that goes for me um, in the rounds of what that, that literature stated with um, uh, body composition, uh, work capacity, etc. So that's just my opinion on betaine. Do I think you should take it? Um, I think it's a good place to start. I, I don't think it's the first thing you should take, but um, you know, if you're really looking for something different, something to take your training to, another, your body, your cutting to a different level, I think betaine is something good to add um, to yourself. Miss that, just to see if it can kind of get you over the hump um, in regards to you know your body composition, etc., and your size. So I appreciate y'all for sticking around for betaine. Um, stick around. We have a couple more uh, compounds to cover within our uh, performance series, and then we'll move on to the next one. Thanks for listening. Have a great one.